Fearscape Media Network. Exploring the unknown, one podcast at a time. in the attic's bodies in the basements may contain graphic, violent, vulgar, or explicit content not suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to Ghosts in the Attics, Bodies in the Basement listeners. You may notice that it's actually me, Lindsay, doing this intro for once. That's because this episode isn't a regular episode. Uh, Anna's been very busy with work and other personal engagements, and we both have been slammed with all of the end of the school year stuff for our kids. I think her kid is already out, but my kid's last week is this week. And I actually just spent like the first half of my day today over at uh, my older kid's school for field day activities. So we've been super busy. Um, And we made the decision to not have a regular episode this time around. And to be completely honest, I was initially going to do just like a brief little clip like I did the one other time we had to miss an episode, Uh, but something stopped me. In fact, this something has had me so enthralled for the last few days because I just find it so interesting. And I'm sure everyone around me is so tired of hearing about this, but that something has been our show analytics. Specifically, the fact that our entire catalog, not just our most recent episode like we'd expect, has been steadily growing in downloads. And you know, like that happens sometimes. It's kind of part of any sort of content creation, right? But it just keeps going and going. And usually we would hit like a slowdown, maybe even um, a full stop right before a new episode drops. Like that was always the trend. Like we get a lot of a lot of downloads and interaction and then it just steadily decreases until the next episode and like that makes complete sense but this these last few weeks since the last episode it just it keeps going up and considering that this is an episode week obviously you all are listening to this right now um and it's just it's still increasing it's just 
bizarre to me. And while we've always been incredibly grateful and blown away by anyone listening to us, I can't help but be fascinated by the fact that I can kind of guesstimate and see who the likely culprits of this particular growth are. And that's the Netherlands. In the Netherlands, which, by the way, like, is it the proper thing to say the Netherlands? Because I feel like I've always heard it that way. But is it just Netherlands? Or is it the Netherlands? I don't know. Y'all will have to let me know. So I don't have Anna here to bounce off me of what she thinks. <laughs> but anyways, um, the Netherlands has been on our on our uh, list of people listening to us for a while now. Um, but the last couple of days in particular, uh, maybe the last week or two, I don't know. Everything blurs together when life gets crazy. Am I right? Or when life gets slow. Life just, time is fake. Anyways, I've literally watched the Netherlands grow and climb their way up because the way our analytics appear to us it's seemingly in order from the most to the least so usually that means like our newest areas go to the bottom of the list and work their way up or sometimes they'll be somewhat in the middle but usually obviously the very top is the U.S. we're in the U.S. so most of the people who know us personally are listening are going to also be in the U.S. Uh, and so they're, they're the most listeners and then obviously like that would be like why when you when we talk about our top states it's the states we live in as well as my home state that's where the people we know are so obviously it'd be really weird if um and un- unexpected I guess would be a better word it'd be unexpected if a country topped the U.S. in our listenership but under that has always been Canada and then um, Germany and the UK have kind of gone back and forth on who's after that. And then like Australia has been up there um, and then everybody else. And almost obsessively, since I started noticing this happening, I have watched the Netherlands work its way up that list. And at the time of my recording this, they are just below Canada. And Canada has always been the second country or region listening to us below the u.s and so i'm honestly waiting for the netherlands to just take over canada too because if you look into the countries the the number of provinces listening are the same the way i imagine it in my head is just there's neck and neck and like which one's gonna win who's gonna come out on top so that's your all's challenge i guess um and like i said this probably is so uninteresting to anybody And um, I'm sorry if you think it's boring, but I am someone like I cannot think of a single person that I know that has ever lived in the Netherlands. I've known people to go there and visit, maybe stay for like a little while, but I don't know anybody who lives there. So like, who are you? (laughs) I know I say that so much on this show, but I legitimately mean it every single time. Who are you people? (laughs) And... As you all know, I I live in Texas. And if you're not from the United States, um, Texas is huge. Like, legitimately. So I have a really hard time comprehending how big places are that I have not been to. And so in my head, I'm just like, is this a bunch of random people in the Netherlands coincidentally somehow finding this show and listening? Or are you like a group of friends who are like, all live really close together, but it's technically in a different province. So like, I need you all to tell me, I need you all to tell me. And that goes for all of you, not just the Netherlands, like all of you 
Who are you? How'd you find us? Tell us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, email, something. Just tell us. We need to know. Curious minds ask. But anyways, all of this probably boring stuff brings us to why I'm doing more than just like a brief little two minute audio clip for you guys. And I, well, you all know we have the new series that we've started, uh, Fucked Up and Frightful, where we put locations in a vase and draw one out and do a special episode with a true crime and a paranormal story for each place. Um, last episode, we drew New Jersey. So that's going to be our next episode, which comes out June 10th. So this is, but this is not a fucked up and frightful episode. So don't get it confused just because I'm mentioning one place in particular, because that's still going on. The Netherlands will still be in the vase along with every other country and state listening to us. Um, and also just a sidebar, don't forget that you can reach out to us with a recommended location, recommended true crime story, recommended paranormal story for an area. So you can say, talk about my hometown of Frankfort, Kentucky, or like, oh, did you hear about this one particular serial killer from this place? Like whatever, just something like that. You can send that over to us as well. And we'll throw that in. Um, we'll put it on a list. And so if we draw that area and it's on a list, we'll cover that. But anyways, this little semi episode <laughs> is just a shout out for the country that's taking over our stats this month. And that's the Netherlands. And um, I just found this short and fun little listicle. So the link will be in the show notes as always. And uh, I thought I would just read that to keep you guys all entertained into our next real episode, which will be the fucked up and frightful New Jersey episode. And also before we get into this, please forgive me for any butcher pronunciation um, we try really hard on the show to always try to be like respectful and accurate. I did look up the pronunciations, but at the end of the day, I am not great <laughs> pronunciations. So moving on to the listicle, these are five of the most haunted places in Amsterdam, starting with Spokesteg or Ghost Alley. First stop, Spokesteg, the oldest part of the Amsterdam in the area of the red light district where one of the city's oldest ghosts is said to reside. They speak of the ghost of a woman called Helena who lived there in the 18th century with her sister Dinah and her father. One day, a sailor fell in love with Dinah, which infuriated Helena. Out of jealousy, she threw her sister into the family's tannery cellar, making it seem like an accident, when in reality, she killed her. Then, Helena married the sailor, but in 1753, she admitted to the murder on her deathbed, begging her husband for forgiveness. Sure enough, he was outraged to hear this and cursed her soul to roam restlessly in misery for all of eternity. 100 years after her death, people would hear screams at Spokesteg and catch a glimpse of Helena's ghost whining and moaning in the dark alleys near Zedake. I'm sorry, I probably said that so wrong. Um, but uh, Helena, that's awful that you, you murdered your sister. Hmm. Moving on to Bloodstraat or Blood Street. We're staying in the red light district and walking to one of our next haunted places, which is Bloodstraat. This street connects the market square Newmarkt to one of the oldest canals of the city. Odezades Ochter Berval? I'm so sorry. That was embarrassing. I probably did that so wrong. Anyways, moving on. It is said that the name of the street stems from the blood of executed prisoners draining down to the canal from Newmarkt. 
Another legend has it that ghost sightings are linked to the Franciscan monastery that was located on this on this site in the 16th century where their famous Bludrod Blood Council took place under the reign of the Duke of Alba. And many have claimed that the spirits of those accused of heresy and subsequently killed are still roaming the streets. Hmm. Dam Square. From Blutstraat, we're taking a journey over to Dam Square in the center of Amsterdam where the royal palace is located. During the day, you can enjoy the hustle and bustle of this busy square. There are lots of tourists taking pictures and creative street artists trying to earn a bit of money. That just sounds awesome. Just a sidebar. At night, however, this historic square has a completely different vibe to it. During the Spanish Inquisition, many public executions took place here, and the thousands who were accused of witchcraft were burned at the stake. Many believe that some of the tortured souls still haunt this place in the heart of Amsterdam. They remind visitors as well as locals of its gruesome past. The Amsterdam dungeon, built on the side of the 16th century cemetery, is located nearby the dam and has loads of information about these horrific scenes. The Spin House. From the dam, we moved to single, to the old spinning house, Hetz Spin House. It was founded in 1597 as a penitentiary for the troubled women. AKA, we all know that it was just regular old women, usually probably smart and outspoken, but I digress. Today, it's a popular hotel, but back then, it was a place where convicted women were kept and forced to sew garments. The most famous story surrounding the place is the story between a priest and a young girl who were not able to see each other after falling in love. The priest was devastated and ended up committing suicide, and the girl had to spend the rest of her life at the spin house. It is said that she's... It is said that one of the hotel rooms is haunted by the priest's ghosts. Even staff members are spooked by this by this and refuse to enter it. That sounds terrifying. And also, it seems silly for a penitentiary to now be um, a hotel. And I really, I'm going to Google that before this episode's over and check that out. And the last story, the ghost of Black Matthew. After visiting all of these haunted places during our nightly walk, you'll probably want to warm up in a bar. But beware, when going back home, you might bump into the notorious spirit of Black Matthew. This creepy story dates back to the 13th century about a shady character called Matthew. Oh, surprise, surprise. He was a magician, a highwayman, and a thief who spent his days gambling and using dark magic and trickery to make sure he'd always win his bets. That sounds a lot like... Um, Oh, what's the jack-o'-lantern? Stingy Jack. That sounds a lot like Stingy Jack, doesn't it? Remember how he had to, how he uh, used magic to not lose or whatever? That was in our um, Halloween lore episode, if you um, missed that. Uh, back to the story. His luck lasted until one fateful day when he met his match in the form of the devil. See, this sounds a lot like Stingy Jack. Now his ghost is roaming the narrow streets of Amsterdam, hoping for some luck. Is he carrying a lantern? Well, you better watch out because he is said to appear all over the city. Mm. I, I I do wonder if that's the Netherlands version of Sinji Jack because it sounds identical, if you ask me. Now I'm going to look up that hotel, that the spin house that used to be a penitentiary for troubled women. With quotation marks around troubled because we all know back in 1597, they probably were not troubled. They, like I said before... Probably just regular woman. 
But yeah, I'm going to look that up and see if it looks creepy. All right. I have Googled the spin house and um, I'm trying to look at it. <laughs> and I just need you all to know I found an image of Spider-Man on what appears to be maybe like the top of a door frame or like a window or something. And I don't know what's up with that, but it's making me laugh. And a lot of these pictures are just uh, like old paintings, even though I searched the spin house today. But there's some, some pretty cool images. And let me just say, Netherlands, Amsterdam, like whoever, like it looks gorgeous there. So like, can y'all keep taking over our stats? Give us a reason to like go on a tour or something just to go visit you guys like that. <laughs> that goes for all of you. That would be fantastic and honestly a dream come true. So yeah, I, I was expecting to see like ghost pictures or something, but no such luck. If you all have any sources and links for that, um, that would be really cool. Who knows? Maybe if we somehow got to get to travel to the Netherlands to see all you guys, um, maybe, maybe we could stay there since it's apparently now a popular hotel. Like what's up with that? Y'all let me know. Anyways, so hopefully this episode wasn't too boring. I hope you all enjoyed it. I know it's not the same to just have me talking into nothingness versus like having conversations with Anna. We all know that she is my BFF, my person. So like we, our conversation back and forth is always so genuine and awesome. And it, it feels weird to sit here and just talk to myself at my desk into my microphone. But, um... Oh, this is really random, but since I have you guys here, like, held captive, I will say, I, we mentioned on the last episode that Anna had recorded my book Paranormalish as, like, a little audiobook for me privately, like, not available to the public or whatever, as our uh, friendship anniversary, and I thought I would tell you all um, a fun little story about what I made her for our friendiversary, because it's actually podcast related, kind of, and there's, a, there's what I feel is a cool story that goes along with it. Whether you all agree or not, uh, I don't really care. But so I, just a backstory, there is a small business that I follow on TikTok called LMNOP Design Boutique, and I am in no way associated with them. I am just a fan. They do these they do these TikTok lives where they get orders in from customers, obviously, and like it's custom mixes. And it's a family business, first of all, and um, Amy is, I guess, you like the owner, I guess you could say. And, um, and she does the mixes on camera and like she whisks it up and it's really fun. And something about it is really relaxing and fun. And I've always loved sparkly things. And so I have just been like obsessed with these videos. Everyone talks about like using them for crafts, like making cups, like the kind of cups like Anna makes and stuff. And I, I am not a crafty person. I've never, I've always said like, I have a creative brain, but I write because it doesn't translate to my hands. And so I was racking my brain for something to do to give myself an excuse to order this glitter. And finally I had this idea that I was going to do a uh, glitter portrait for Anna for our friend anniversary. And I wanted to showcase her talent. Cause as you all know, she's the one who has designed all of our merch and it, like artwork and stuff that we put up unless it's stated otherwise like my sister Laura Ramsey is the one who did our our logo and um she did a special design for us for our anniversary birthday thing whatever um but otherwise everything you see on our merch store animated and 
she's just so talented. And so I picked out the picture that we call the ghost hosts where it's um, like sheet ghosts in dresses. And I, I decided I was going to do a glitter portrait. And so I ordered all the colors, but then I was like, you know what? It'd be really cool to have a vi- like to see it live of her making these glitters, but I couldn't figure out what to get because it was, it's pretty straightforward. The colors that are on that. Then I had this brilliant idea because I was scrolling through their amazing glitter options on their website and they had a color called Anna or maybe they call it Anna, but like obviously it's spelled the same way. So Anna and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to order because one of the things, let me backtrack here. One of the things that they would do is if you didn't know what colors you wanted, you would say like spell a name or like surprise me with this theme or whatever. And so when I saw that there was a color named Anna, I was like, I'm going to get them to spell G-A-B-B. And with, but specify that A needs to be Anna. And then like they picked the other colors and it ended up being this beautiful purple mix. And that was like phenomenal. And like, it was really neat. I, I tried to screen record when they did it on the TikTok live but my phone glitched out and so I missed it sadly and I'm devastated about it still. Um, I I had put in the notes, like it was for our podcast and I was saying in the chat how my best friend slash co-host is Anna and like all that. And they ended up loving the color so much that they wrote down the recipe for it and said that like, if anyone wanted to order a custom mix, they could just say they wanted to order G-A-B-B or I think they called it Gab, which it's fine. Like a ton of people call it Gab, but like, how cool is that? We have like our own custom glitter now. And like, I don't think they're going to put it on their website, but like, how cool is that? I don't know. That just like made my day. And so like I made a glitter portrait. And so instead of the dresses being two different colors, like they are in like the artwork you see, like on our merch store and social media pages and stuff, both of our dresses are the GABB special custom glitter. And I don't know. I was really excited about that. I made myself one too. It's hanging up in my office now. I'll have to share a picture of that on social media now that Anna has hers. But uh, yeah, that's what I did. And if you all need glitter, it's LMNOP Design Boutique. And like I said, I'm in no way associated with them. I don't get anything from telling you guys this. I just really love their glitter. And now I'm obsessed with doing glitter portrait things. So that's a whole other thing. But Anyways, that was a whole lot of nothing that nobody cares about that we do all the time anyways, but it's a little bit different when I'm talking to myself. (laughs) But uh, as always, thank you to everyone who listens to us, no matter where you are. I know we talked a whole lot about the Netherlands today, but truly every single one of you is important to us. And we are so mind blown that anybody listens to this podcast at all, let alone people all over the world. And um, remember that you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. All you have to do is search G-A-B-B podcast. And you can send in any of your recommendations for fucked up and frightful um, stories you want us to share on air, like your your true ghost stories or, or um, true crime stories. As you all know, we always try to treat true crime with respect. Um, if you don't, if you haven't heard us talk about that, go listen to the Aurora movie theater shooting episode. That's our brush with true crime. And um, we explain our feelings on sharing true crime stories there. Uh, you can send all of that over to us on an email or even just say, hi, tell us how you heard of us. Um, at G-A-B-B podcast at gmail.com. So until next time, listeners stay spooky. Bye.
Thank you for listening to Ghosts in the Attic's Bodies in the Basement, a Fearscape Media podcast. Music by Stephen Temperley. Artwork by Laura Ramsey. Find us online at fearscapemedia.com forward slash G-A-B-B podcast or on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at G-A-B-B podcast or email us G-A-B-B podcast at gmail.com. Thank you.